So are you good to go? Yes. Yeah, fucking my neck, my back, my pussy, and my crack. It's not funny. <laughs> Use a broke bitch. It's retarded. Like I legit like. <laughs> turn your shoulders just so you can turn your head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's really messed up. Uh, I know, but you're gonna have to come up with like a cool story as to why you can't move like that. Like, you know what it was? I was sucking some hardcore dick. Oh, and I was really putting in some neck work and I pinched <laughs> the nerve because I was like all arching and shit. I hope that guy took a video because I know it wasn't with me. Fucking video didn't go off. Oh, so I got no proof of how it happened. That's bullshit. I know. Because it was good too. I was getting it. I was going to town. How come every time you act like a porn star I never get a video? The fuck if I know. Oh, <laughs> uh, Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? I believe so. Beep, beep. Oh, gee. <laughs> oh, careful. Don't make me jump too hard. I was like spasm down my shoulder blade. That's not a good spasm either. Oh, okay. It's no. not the spasm between your legs. That's no. what we really need, right? That is what I need. It's a pineapple party. Oh, we got polyamory too. What's that? You want a kink fest? A little BDSM? Well, buckle up, buttercups, because we got that too. It's the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast. Yes, it is, and it is episode number 18. Heck yeah. 18 of these motherfuckers. I know. It's a it's happened so quickly. And like when you look back, That's you're like, wait a minute. That's what she said. Shut up. <laughs> I just I find it hard to believe that it's already episode eighteen. Like how how are we doing this for eighteen weeks? Like I holy don't know. fuck! Somehow I've managed to put up with you for eighteen weeks. It's it's been longer than that. It has. Uh yeah. Oh. Gone on like nine years here, honey. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's a little more than uh, eighteen weeks. <laughs> Good well, try though. I mean. Good try. Pat myself on the back for making it this far though. Heck yeah. <laughs> I know I'm a lot to handle. Uh, I'm a hot mess. Yeah, you are a hot mess because uh, you're fucking broken in all kinds of ways. I know. My, I don't know what I did, but I have a whole pinch nerve down my whole like shoulder and into my neck. And it like goes up into my head and like pounds on my head like I have a tension headache. Mm. And then I can't turn unless I do this. You got to turn your shoulders. and Yeah, it's great. You look all stupid. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Love you too. <laughs> Feel the love you don't right give now. me any sympathy when I when that happens to me because that happens to me all the time. Okay, I can't, well like, you must hide it much better than I do. Well, yeah, because I it happens to me all the time. Oh, see, it only happens to me like once a year. Oh, must be fucking nice. No, I don't want it to happen. Period. Shit, that happens to me like twice every two months. Oh yeah, no, this is that's an it's just a no. I don't I don't like it. Well, fuck getting old. <laughs> Okay, so we are rocking uh, my swag yeah. that I won from the Naughty Gym Challenge. Yes. So I got my... Your Swinger Society Swinger shirt Swinger Society on. shirt on. I've got the Naughty Gym one so I yep. can help support it because you can't obviously wear both at the same time. No, I can't. It's all right. I'll let my titties be titty and throw it. Yes, they are because this shirt's like really thin. It is, but it's really soft. It is. I it, like it. You're not stealing it. The fuck I am. <laughs> If you don't know where it is, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. It's in my wardrobe. 
Yeah. Plus, I bet you I could totally rock this because it's larger and just wear it around with just a pair of undies. I'm sure you could. You'd let me steal it then? No, I would let you borrow it then. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I got my hair did. You did. You coaxed uh, me through it. Yeah, I had to coach you how to do a high and tight. Yes, I am not a beautician. No, you're not. And I have watched many videos. I even watched our friend do your hair as well. And I was nervous as fuck. Because I really didn't want to mess it up. I'm trying to like keep I mean, the look. It doesn't look terrible. So that's a good thing. No, no. I mean, if I tried it before and we had to shave it all off, I really don't know how I fucked up then. But I didn't fuck up this time. Which I'm glad. And it looks manageable. Yeah. So hopefully by the next time I get my hair cut, Dexter will be back. I hope. And can cut it for me. I hope so. Fingers crossed. So, uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. You're feeling like shit, which, you know, is awesome. It's cool. But uh, we're going to get into our bullshit here. Heck yeah. Because everyone loves our bullshit. We got fun bullshit. Keeping it real. We're keeping it fucking real. <laughs> no uh, rainbows and pineapple unicorns here, folks. Nope. No. We're giving you the raw truth. Always. But don't don't give anybody the raw truth when you're playing with them. Always wear a condom. Remember that. Always. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh, so what do you got for us today? All right. So our first topic in our swinging segment is our confidence in what to wear at events and how we should go about starting conversations with couples. Okay. Which this is perfect timing because we uh, had a friend texting us yesterday Mm -hmm. because that was Friday and we're a day late again. (laughs) And uh, he was super nervous about going to a meet and greet. He was. And didn't know what to wear. Yeah, he wanted to wear like his normal clothes, which is, you know, which is okay because, you know, you're comfortable in it. But when you're going to events, especially meet and greets, you want to kind of look your best and you also kind of want to stand out a little bit too. Right. And not in a bad way. Correct. Not in a bad way. Now, Don't be sleazy. Uh, our friend, wonderful, wonderful man. Mm-hmm. Great friend. I love him. Dude dresses like a 45-year-old dad. The only thing he's missing is the white New Balance. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> so, sorry, buddy. But we love you, though. You know it's the truth. You admitted it last night. Um, <laughs> so, he sent us s- some pictures. He had some loose-fitting jeans and uh, a nice button-down, like, small, checkered, like, flannelish looking or plaid shirt. Yeah. Um. And it looked really nice. And it I, did. And I it, told him, leave it, it untucked. Leave it untucked. Because he's like, Mr. Tuck the shirt in. Mm-hmm. So it's tight all over. And it makes him look like an old dad. Kind of, yeah. But this look that he had was like, hey, you know. It was. I'm not 40 plus yet. I'm know? not going to lie. Like, it was a. I, I mean, I've known him now for almost nine years. And that was like the first time that I actually saw him differently. So like, Oh, did, did you get a little, uh, tickle down there? Or I mean, you mean a little turned on? Well, what there was there? a little bit of a, like, all right, I, I see know, what I'm you're just, putting out. 
Oh, damn it, boy. And he was like, not really sure about it. I know. And I was just like, no, it looks really good. Like, I don't know how much more I can really tell you that it looks really good. I know. He and said he felt uncomfortable because it wasn't his normal attire. And I feel like when you go to these events, there may be times where you are going to have to wear things that put you in that uncomfortable feeling, you know, because you do have to put yourself out there to begin with. Especially the women. I mean, like the women really like dress up and we do, you know, they let their slut flag fly. Well, most of the time, most of the time. But what I have picked up on as far as like how some of like our friends in the groups have said is that if you're going to these meet and greets and you don't sure you're not sure what to wear, you want to just put on something that accentuates your assets that you have. Not to the point where, you know, you're being sleazy, but, you know, you still want yourself to look good. Well, yeah, I mean, so, the lifestyle people won't care if you look sleazy, but meet and greets are generally at a vanilla right, establishment. Right. Exactly. So, But you, you can wanna... still wear, like, a, a low-cut shirt that, you know, it still has everything covered, but if you've got nice cleavage, you're going to see the cleavage. You can let them titties be tittying. Right. Yeah. And same thing if you've got a, if you got a nice booty. Wear those freaking leggings that make them pop or the jeans that make them go damn mm -hmm. with some nice heels. Yes. Like, go for it, girl. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree that uh, it should be addressed to impress, mm -hmm. but within the limits of the venue. Yes. Like, if it's like a hole-in-the-wall bar, you know, wear what you would wear to a hole-in-the-wall bar mm -hmm. if you were going out for the evening, not when you stop after work like <laughs> right right like put a little bit of effort into the thought yeah, of what you're gonna put on don't wear a hoodie and jeans if you're a guy like at least put on a nice shirt it doesn't yeah. have to be a button down but like a nice t-shirt mm -hmm. nice pair of jeans break out the nice boots or the you know the nice shoes mm -hmm. um don't make it look like you just came from your construction job yeah no don't do that I think yeah. it it definitely would benefit you more if it looks like you put in that little bit of effort. Just a wee bit. Just a wee. <laughs> so now you get there. Yeah. You're still a little nervous. Of course. You walk in the door, you see all these beautiful people, mm -hmm. and you're like, "Fuck, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't want to make myself look stupid. I don't want to, you know, embarrass myself in front of all these people that I've been." talking to in the group or you know that i've been admiring in the group for weeks or months right whatever mm -hmm. so you go to the bar you get a drink you and your spouse go find a, a table or something mm -hmm. and you're just sitting there like Ooh, they look good oh <laughs> he looks good she looks good that's great that you're you know noticing these things but you're there to meet people so you got to get off of your ass right <laughs> and walk up and start mingling and sometimes i think as much as it's it would be nice especially if you're really nervous is to have another couple approach you that may well, not of be of course the case. that would be fucking nice i mean everybody wants another <laughs> couple to approach them of course but I'd, i you will actually if you like you're sitting there for you know a hot minute and you're just kind of like all right i see a couple you know discuss with your partner like are you interested do you are, you know how do you feel do you like you know her or him whatever right and then um once you've both decided like yeah you know what i want to talk to this couple make that move just go up to them 
and you know shoot your shot you know obviously you don't be like hey yo want to bang that's obviously not what you do but introduce yourself be you right then and that's all you gotta do you know walk up to them be like you know hi i'm pedro Mm -hmm. this is my wife tink uh we've been seeing your posts in the group you know for the past couple weeks and Mm -hmm. just wanted to let you know we really enjoy the stuff that you post you know your pictures are always you know super sexy or the the posts that you make you know make me think about things and Mm -hmm. it's always engaging right you know and i really enjoy when people can make me think Mm um just something as simple as that yeah something as simple as that can get you pretty far in this lifestyle i mean well yeah because it makes them feel like you're actually paying attention to them and right which goes back to last week's episode like with me playing with people Mm -hmm. i gotta feel a little special right you know so if somebody came up to me and was like pedro you know you make me laugh so fucking hard because you're the funniest guy that i've ever met i mean you pretty much are in the group (laughs) you're sarcasm sarcastic asshole over here (laughs) yes i'm not being serious by the way i don't think i'm the funniest fucking guy but if somebody if somebody came up to me and complimented me like that Mm -hmm. even if you know they weren't exactly my type i would look a lot harder at them right i mean okay so if i were to go to the meet and greet and i had you know we're in the groups and all that you know, the guys that actually like make that effort to actually talk to me, not just be like, you know, you're gorgeous or whatever. Like they try to make conversation that's going to stand out to me. And that means that if I get a chance to meet you in person, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to go up and talk to you because you made that effort in, in the direction that I prefer. Right. And that is a big thing, I think, for a lot of women. Yes. In the groups. Yes. Um, you know, like, yes, everyone loves getting compliments on the group. We do. But. Men and women, yeah. At a certain point, men, you have to stop with the gorgeous, beautiful, sexy, great ass, great tits, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like, Gotta actually, go deeper. Yeah. Actually talk to them in the comments. You know, be like, hey, that piece of lingerie that you're wearing looks super sexy on you i love the way it accentuates you know your hips or your belly you know like your stomach area or whatever Mm -hmm. you know pick something that really stands out not just oh you're fucking hot yeah because like don't don't get me wrong i mean i know a lot of us ladies get those compliments and after a while like you say thank you or you know you give them a heart or you give them a cute sexy gift but like that's where it stops because there's nothing more to go off of. You have no more context. So you're just kind of like, thanks. And then the next time you post, they'll they'll compliment you again. And you're you're just not getting anywhere to where you want it to go. Right. I mean, as a man, I would never expect it to go anywhere. If I'm just being like, Hey, you look beautiful. Hey, you look beautiful. Hey, you look beautiful. Every time they post something. Yeah. I mean, there's no, thought process in my head that says you know if you keep doing this one more time just one more time she's gonna jump in your dm and be like pedro i want that big old cock third time's charm (laughs) it doesn't work that way no not even close in fact 
I probably wouldn't even be on their radar if I just kept, I think you're beautiful. I think you're beautiful. I think you're beautiful. Yeah. Like, I mean, personally, in my position, like that's kind of where you, you go. It just, you're just over there in the corner. Like, okay, you're just joining the rest of them that just compliment my picture that I posted or something that I, you know, commented on and then that's it. Right. And that's why I generally don't leave many comments on pictures. I'll just do like a heart or a like or whatever. Mm-hmm. because they've heard all the compliments a million times. Like maybe not on that picture, but in general. Yes, this is true. So I'll wait until they post something that I can actually talk to them. Right. You know, like like you actually start a conversation yes. in the comments. Yeah. Or I'll wait for a game. Oh, yeah. And if it's a game where you can, you know, ask to PM or yeah, whatever, then I'll ask to get in their DMs mm-hmm. and just start a conversation that way. That's a good plan. It is a good plan. And I mean, like I don't do it often because we live in Alabama and right. most of the people we talk to are up in Pennsylvania or New Jersey, uh, New York, stuff like that. Right. So will you only get to see them in the summertime? But uh, there's a ton of people I would love to get to know better up there. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I, I really hated leaving. Like it sucked. And now there's like all these events that they didn't have before. Well, let's clarify. When we left, there was nothing really going on. Well, I mean, COVID pretty much killed everything. Yeah. So that's kind of why. And all these new people that we want to meet didn't exist. No. We, went over, we them, went over this before. But yeah, like they came out of the woodworks after COVID basically disappeared again. Right. And then we're like, where are all these people? When we were like really involved before covid like where were they because they were they were all where we used to live yes we're like and what now they're all there and we're not so yes. it kind of sucks i want to cry but uh for our friends in the pa groups just know that uh, we love you we do love you and we wish that we were closer now but yeah. it is what it is we have a great life here in alabama our our vanilla life is very good our swing life not so much <laughs> Not so much. We're living vicariously through them. Yes. <laughs> we have to wait until summer to yeah. really get anything going. I know. Um, but yeah, so back to the yes. whole topic of confidence and all that. Um, being able to hold a conversation with somebody shows confidence. Yes. And it's a big turn on for people. I mean, even for me, if a woman starts talking to me mm-hmm. or even if I initiate and she can carry on that conversation. Right. And not be trying to look for a way out because she's nervous or whatever. Yeah. Like that's sexy. Like she wants to sit there and talk to me. What's up girl? <laughs> you know? um, so you got to fake it till you make it. Sometimes if you're nervous, yeah. put that behind just, like, you. Roll with it. Yeah. Just shoot your shot. Be polite. Be respectful. Again, be yourself. But at the same time, don't be afraid to step outside your comfort zone. Right. And also like, don't put yourself in that situation of, well, you know, they're really, really pretty or they're really, really oh, hot. I shit. can't talk to them. Fuck that shit. Because you know Just what? Just do it. Just don't even think like that. <laughs> we are an attractive couple. Yes. Not trying to brag, but. Well, we've, we've, we've people been tell, told. Yes. People tell us all the time. We're an attractive couple couple or as some people have called us a power couple. I, yeah, I don't understand I don't, that. I don't but, get that one either. Um, and that we're intimidating. 
that's a lot that we hear is that we're intimidating. We are literally just normal fucking idiots. Like that's uh, all we are. Yeah. You have just happen to have any? a pretty face and a banging body. But I can't fucking talk half the time. Yeah. Like <laughs> your brain does not no. connect to your mouth and you speak tink gibberish. <laughs> I do. And then I have to try to interpret for people. <laughs> At least they can look past it. Of course they can. There's a set just, of D's. I was just going to say, they just look at my tits and be like, it's cool. Yeah. It's all right. She can't talk half the time. I like her tits. Yeah. So don't, if you think a, a couple is attractive, chances are they're not stuck up and, you know, pretentious and. No. They're probably just as nervous as you are, you know, exactly. and hoping that people come talk to them because they're nervous to go talk to other people. Heck, I'm nervous all the time. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really nervous, but you are. Yeah, you're not. You you just chill, lay back, like you just go with the flow. And I'm just like, ha. Huh. And then once I get in the swing of it, I'm like, okay, I'm good. I think. Yeah. So, <laughs> don't be afraid. Even if you think somebody's out of your league or whatever, you're never gonna know if they're into you if you don't try. Don't try. Right. And if you get rejected, take it gracefully. Yep. And move on. Yeah. I mean, not everyone is gonna like you. In, the, in that way. Right. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it could I be, get rejected all the time. And it could be too that just right now at this moment, they're not, but that doesn't mean that later on down the road, something doesn't just click for them. Right. I mean, hell, you could become friends with them. Yeah. And especially for women, this is a thing. Like, this is a proven fact <laughs> that women uh, gain attraction based on comfortability. Yeah. With somebody. Yeah. So, like, the more comfortable you get with somebody and the more you get to know them you know in their personality they automatically start becoming more attractive yeah that's definitely what can happen yeah i actually read a a science thing on that i don't have the link right here we should find it but if anybody wants to dispute my science i will post the link and we're gonna dispute (laughs) it but unlike men you women use the personality to you know gain attraction to people and we get comfortable and i think that's what ends up building that attraction and being able to have that happen where it didn't before where us men generally are sight first yeah personality much 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 (laughs) much much later yeah and then there's me yeah like that's a complete opposite that i'm basically a fucking chick because (laughs) i operate like like a chick i have to have have, i have to have a connection i like personalities (laughs) i mean jesus christ my vagina is bleeding right now as we speak because (laughs) shit you're broken too (laughs) uh, yeah this is fucking retarded (laughs) so yeah be confident yes and just be yourself and have a good time yeah just have a good time that's what this is all about Mm mm-hmm all right, so I think that covers meet and greets mm-hmm. and how to break the ice and all that happy horse shit that goes along with the swing lifestyle. Heck yes. So hit me with the poly. All right. This one's a good one. Oh, no. <sighs> all right. So beings, because, you know, we're all the way in fucking Alabama. We are. And we have had this whole issue with the Bible Belt. And polyamory is definitely not accepted down here let alone swinging 
it's not. So for Polly, I wanted to discuss LDRs. Long distance relationships. How do we make them work? You fly the person to you and kidnap them. Yes, but flight tickets are really expensive. (laughs) So you can only maybe do that like every six months. Unless you're rich. And we are not. No, I'm sorry. You know, I really thought this podcast OnlyFans was going to make me rich, but apparently... That's not how that works. Apparently, one subscriber is not going to do that. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> don't think that's going to make anybody rich. But hey, to our one subscriber. We love you. We love you dearly. And we love your support. Yes, so, we do. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you for calling me out on posting the episode 14 video twice <laughs> because Whoops. I'm a fucking idiot. And uh, <laughs> I uploaded the wrong video. And by the time I realized... <laughs> It was the wrong video. It was already uploaded there. It was uploading. Oh, no. And it's like an hour and a half fucking process. And you can't on stop friends. it once it starts. No. So, yeah. Sorry about that. It was a thing. It's all good. It's just on there twice. So, in a long distance relationship, um, I'm very bad at those. Why are you bad at them? Because uh, I was in one okay. two year, year and a half ago with Virginia Girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about her. I know. For a hot minute. I kind of did too, but every <laughs> once in a while I see that ass oh. in my like in my mind and I'm like, oh. Yeah. She was an apple bottom jean. <laughs> oh, my God. She was, she was built just right. Yeah. But it was difficult because, I mean, she had a whole ass partner mm-hmm. that she lived with, so she had a nesting partner. I had you. Mm-hmm. We were 12 hours apart. Something like that. Yeah. Um, we both worked full time. So <laughs> it was very difficult. Like, and you we, how did you guys communicate? Texting mostly. Okay. With the occasional phone call on her lunch break. Okay. Um, but it got very difficult because like when one of us is having a, a hard time like a bad day or you know stuff is going on in our lives that they can't see mm-hmm. it creates a lot of stress because you know like especially for me when i'm stressed out and you know having a bad day or whatever i don't want to talk a lot okay so that does make it hard because you know right because basically what you rely on in an ldr is you exactly. need communication whether and it's through texting or phone calls or she'd something. be blowing me up i'm having a rough day at work and you just can't and talk. i just ignore it because i don't want to talk you know like i can't pretend to be happy right now right because like my day is fucking me in the ass with a 13 inch dildo and i'm not yeah. having a good time i wouldn't really want to talk on that either yeah that's not a good time. So that created some issues because then she would get all bratty and pissy and she was, talk. and she was young. So that didn't help either. Like mm. she didn't understand. And by young, I mean like 22. She was just younger than you. Yeah. She was legal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just not very well versed in how adulting happens. Right. I mean, she had it pretty easy. I mean, such as most young adults, especially 
young, very attractive female adults. Ah, yes. Like, I know all about that. Yeah. She didn't have to work very hard for her stuff. Makes sense. But uh, it was very difficult, and we were supposed to meet in Virginia Beach. Oh, yeah, I remember that. But uh, gas prices went through the fucking roof. Yeah, that's when it started to go up. And that's when I had my scat pack challenger. Yeah. And I was not about to put $4.50 premium gasoline in that thing going to Virginia Beach. And you'd have to fill it up at least four times. Yeah. The whole 280 miles per tank it got. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I I didn't go. And that was kind of like the last straw. Oh. She was like really pissed that I couldn't go. Mm. But like I paid for everything. Like it was going to be like a $1,200 trip just with hotels and shit like that. Oh. And I mean, that was very nice of you. Well, yeah. That, she, that you were taking care of that. But that's why I told her, I'm like, this is not financially feasible right now. Right. And we would have to figure out a way that like maybe we could fly and meet each other or something. Right. Like she had like a me halfway mark. In fact, I did offer to fly her here. Oh, you did? Yeah, but she doesn't fly. I don't fly either, but I I think I would try if I really wanted to see somebody. Yeah, because after I told her I didn't want to drive all the way up there and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Like I told her she could stay here in Alabama. Like Mm -hmm. she didn't have to stay here at the house. We could have put her up at a hotel. Mm -hmm. It would be a lot cheaper than Virginia Beach. Oh, you know, so so that way she didn't have to like stay here with us if she wasn't comfortable. Right. But yeah, she wouldn't do that because she didn't fly. And I'm like, what the fuck? So, I mean, so in this case, you tried in multiple different ways to make it work so that, you know, going over those long distance for you two, it would still be doable, but it still in the end didn't really work. Yeah. And I think part of it was her age. Just like that maturity. Just doing an, L- an LDR was too much. Yes. Where like if it, if she was trying to do poly and it were somebody who was maybe only in like an hour and a half away, it would have been much more doable. Oh yeah, for sure. Versus, you know, 12 hours. Yes. Um, now, for me personally, I don't think I would get involved in another LDR. Okay. Just kind of not my thing because I'm definitely a touch person. Yeah. Like I have to touch and be touched in order to maintain that connection. Yeah. So if I can't do that on a semi-regular basis, like at least every couple weeks, okay. it's kind of like my limit is every couple weeks, every couple weeks. If I don't get that, that touch and connection that way, I'm going to start losing interest. Mm. So in that aspect, it's definitely one of those things where you kind of have to weigh out what works for you in your normal, typical relationship and what you can actually make manageable in the direction of doing an LDR, if it's even possible. Right. Like you definitely have to know yourself and you have to know your, your love language and what works for you and what doesn't. Um, see for me, like I could do an LDR for a certain amount of time, but I feel what would happen is eventually 
I would get more and more attached. And then once I would get to meet the person and get to spend a little bit of time with them, I would feel like the hurt when they had to leave, like not against them, just like, like you would almost kind of feel like it was a breakup because like, you're not going to see them for X amount of time again. Yeah. Like, especially if, like if it was going to be months. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I only got to see them for say four or five days, because that's all they could get off for work or whatever. And we had a, an amazing time and then they had to leave and I wasn't going to see them for three to four months. I would definitely be kind of feeling like we were going through a breakup every time we separated. Yeah. I mean, that would definitely be difficult. Yeah. But I do feel like there are some people though that can do LDRs. Um, I think it just depends, like you said, on what your love language is and the effort that both people want or can put into the relationship uh, to make it happen. Yeah, and I think uh, a big thing for me too is like I have to be faithful. Like I can't like cheat on somebody. <laughs> Even if it's a long distance thing. Right. And I know like in Polly, you don't have to do that, but I only have time for two serious relationships in my life. Like yeah. I, I can't do three or four and yeah, you don't, you just don't have the time and have the level of relationship that I want. Right. Because then you would kind of feel like, you know, either one or another is not getting enough time. Right. Like after number two, Mm-hmm. As soon as it hits number three, that's basically just a fuck buddy right. at that point. Yeah, because like, where Cause where's their time in, gonna that's gonna fit in? Yeah, like I, I can't put in the time to get deep into that relationship because I'd probably see them once a week, if that. Right. And then be like, oh hey, I missed you. Get naked because right. I'm about to fuck the shit out of you. Like yeah, and then that and that's it. not even like how you roll with things. So yeah, that just won't really work for you. Yeah. So, and I know. Like, I personally know a lot of people that have been in long distance relationships and they get by by kind of having a friends with benefits that the other person doesn't know about, oh. which, you know, is not ethical no, at all. No, definitely not. But that's what a lot of people do because they need something. They need something. They don't want to break up with that LDR, but right, because they're probably a great person and, yeah. you know, emotionally and mentally, you know, they do a lot for them, but without that physicality mm -hmm. they need something kind of up shit's creek yeah so they fill that in with somebody local yeah and unfortunately even in poly that happens you know and it's cheating like no matter how you look at it yeah uh, unless you tell that long distance partner like hey is I, it okay i that still I love you but i really need to get my dick wet is that okay you know like, yeah <laughs> So basically, if you just don't have that kind of communication with them and have them on the other person be in the same page as you, then that's where it's no longer ethical and right. that you should probably uh, not do that. <laughs> and I really think that uh, being poly in long distance mm -hmm. is really hard. Excuse me. <laughs> I think so. Why don't um, you make me yawn? I don't know because I didn't yawn. I think you did. No, I didn't. I didn't go. I'm pretty sure I just saw your lips like pretend to suck dick, which means you were yawning. <gasps> no, however, I do feel one coming. So I'm going to, I'm blaming that on you. 
I'm gonna make that stop. <sighs> but yeah, so anyway. long distance stuff. Um, if you're poly, I think that creates more jealousy. If like you know that your partner is seeing local people, and oh you, yeah, and you're way the fuck in a different state. Yeah, I think that creates more jealousy than if you were in a poly relationship right here with somebody. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because, like, your mind is your worst nightmare. Exactly. So, so the whole time that you're in bumblefuck Egypt mm-hmm. and they have, say, at, at least one more partner, you know they're getting to spend a ton more time together. Yeah. You know they're fucking like rabbits. <laughs> like Right. And you're like, great, I have, like, nothing here. I'm by myself. Yeah. You're like, yay, I get a text. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get that. I get my nightly phone call. Yeah. You know, it's not the same. No, totally not. So I think poly LDR is really hard. Yeah. And I don't recommend it. I think you're going to have a bad time and you're going to get your heart broken. Yeah. So Pedro's advice, stay the fuck away from long distance relationships if you are polyamorous. I think it's some solid advice. You think so? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I take donations. In the form of OnlyFans subscriptions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you got for us for the BDSM and kink segment? Oh, we got my BDSM. kinky little bitch. What do you got? We have some cock worship. Cock worship. And don't forget the booty worship as well. That's what I'm talking about. A little bit of ass worship. What? Oh, sorry. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. You can't see me right now, but I'm like totally acting gangster because I love me some booty. You mean like this booty? Uh huh. I love that booty. booty. I will eat that fucking booty like groceries. This booty right here? Yes. This booty? Uh huh. See, you're all broken. You can't move because if you oh. could, you definitely would have stood up and like put it in my it's, face. But it's a process. Hang on a second. Oh my God. This is going to be like. Shut up. Booty in the face. Booty in the face. Hang on booty. one second. See if I can get my mic down here. <laughs> I just put my face in her booty and it was delicious. Nom, 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 it nom, felt nom. great. <laughs> it might have been a process to get up there, but I got it. You know, it was like the geriatric show with you. Wow. <laughs> I just had some grandma booty in my face. Good thing it's a nice looking ass for a grandma booty. I know it is. But you know what? (laughs) Even when you are a grandma, you're still going to have a great booty because you're already 31 and you look like your body says, no, I'm in my 20s. Oh, thank God. So except for this whole neck thing. Well, yeah. I mean, the exterior, like what shows. (laughs) The exterior, yeah. The interior. Not Not the fragile bones that are housed in your meat suit. And it's not even the bones, it's the nerves. Whatever. <laughs> and the muscle. <clears throat> it's the uh, the shit that's holding everything together. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, kind all of right. the shit that holds the dick together. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of dick. We need that cock worship. Why don't you walk us through some cock worship? Because that's not my thing. I mean, like, I well, like yeah. it done to me. Right. But I have never in my life worshipped a phallus okay so all of us ladies who love to suck cock definitely 
doing the cock worship is basically where you no longer are really aware of anything that is around you and it's just you giving as much pleasure and attention towards your man's cock that you possibly can or in or I guess just your man your master or your dom and you know you're basically making it very personable very sensual very personable personal personally personal. see there I am not being able to talk it's very your dick is very personable sir <laughs> I mean does it make friends often I mean mine doesn't it moves it says hi <laughs> if it likes what you're doing it kind of like says hi yes <laughs> um but yeah so basically it's just in the nutshell of you are doing all that you can to basically make your dom feel like you literally would not do or you would do anything okay so give me some examples of like how do you worship a cock because there's going to be people that aren't into kink and bdsm going what the fuck are they talking about okay like are we going to church like is there a dick dick church i mean it's kind of like a dick church in a way so so explain how do we take (laughs) the dick to church all right so for me in like my situation with you for me to be worshiping your cock I am going to be, you know, in between your legs. I'm going to be on my knees. I'm going to be, you know, not only just using my hands and my mouth, but I'm just devouring your cock. Like literally choosing your cock over air and just getting every piece that I know you really enjoy. And I'm going to just focus on those areas and make it very, very much pleasurable for you. And that's all I'm there to do. Like I'm focused on your dick. Okay. So like, obviously I enjoy cock worship when it's done to me, Mm -hmm. but what does it do for you for a submissive or a slave that like, are, are, are you as into it as I am? Like, is it a kink for you? Yes. Okay. So why it makes it a kink for me is how you react to me doing it to you. So when but it's I, not the actual, like, it's not just the actual giving you head, like, or, or my dick in general, the, right. that doesn't do it for you. It's everything I, that you do. And then my reaction. Yes. But, but couldn't least, that be like for any, anything you do to me? I mean, not just but, worship. Well, well, when it comes to cock worship, it's more like, I feel like if you are, if you actually have a cock worship kink, mm-hmm. the act of worshiping the cock has to like turn you on immensely. I mean, not because it turns your partner on just you doing the physical acts and getting to be smothered by a cock should turn you on. And if it doesn't like that alone, doesn't. You don't actually have a cock worship kink. So, I mean, if your pussy is getting really wet and it turns you on by giving you head and hearing the noises that you put out from what I'm doing to you, wouldn't that fall under as having that be? See, I don't. I wouldn't put the two in the same category. No. 
That would be like a service kink. Oh, maybe that's what it is for me. Because that makes more it, sense. It shouldn't me. matter. Like I could be totally silent mm-hmm. and not move a muscle, and you should be able to be dripping wet just from doing what you do when you worship a cock. I see. Because that's the kink. Like it has to do something for you that only comes from that act. I see. Not from a uh, a background piece of the puzzle. See, I like sound, so that's probably why I like that. But well, I yeah, guess I mean, it's more of like the... A lot of people are very auditory when it comes to being turned on. Right. But in the kink world, mm-hmm. if you say you have a kink, it has to do with that kink, not the background stuff. So then mine would be technically more of a service kink. Right. Which makes me sad because I really wanted you to have a cock worship kink i like to service you <laughs> it's different though yes it is different You're because right. i've had a submissive that had a actual cock worship kink and she doesn't care if it's me or someone i tell her to go worship like oh. the person has nothing to do with it it's the dick like literally the dick that's it oh yeah like she would rub it all over her face, just like she just wanted the dick everywhere. Yeah, I don't have that kind. Definitely more on the service side. Oh, the audience is disappointed. I'm so sorry. Oh, maybe one day somebody will worship my cock. One day. One day. All right. So <clears throat> that is uh, the basis of cock worshiping. I mean, basically it's anything to do with loving it, loving the cock. (laughs) I mean, however you want to do that, it could be sucking it, licking it, rubbing it between your tits. Yeah. Rubbing it anywhere on your body, slapping, you know, yourself with it. Like, Oh, there's a lot of chicks that are into that. Like they, they actually will take the dick and just hit themselves with it because it turns, I, I, I don't understand that, but I've seen it. I mean, like, you've hit me with your dick yes, before. Yes, I have hit you. But I haven't done because it. Because I'm a sadist, and I think it's funny to mushroom stamp you. So. I mean, it's funny when you hit my forehead. <laughs> that's a mushroom stamp. I know. But, like, you've done it to my mouth, though, before. Well, yeah. And I like I that. don't have a very big dick. Sometimes the position I'm in, I can only reach your mouth. Well, <laughs> but if I'm on my knees, you can hit me anywhere you want. But I'm just saying. Yeah. I like it when you hit me in the mouth. Oh, you like it when I hit you in the mouth? Yeah. Really? Yeah. As long as you don't hit my teeth. Cause then it... See, I, I would think that would hurt because your I mean, lips are kind of thin. And if I just... Boink. But if I have my lips kind of like like, like pursed a little bit, that kind of makes yeah, them a little like, bit fatter. I, I, I never hit you very hard with it. No. When it's in your mouth. Like when it's on your lips, I don't hit you very hard there. No. You only hit me hard in the forehead. Yeah, or in the cheek. <laughs> no, the cheeks, yes. Oh, yeah. my God, yes. But see, you like, never really but, know how hard a dick really feels until you get hit in the face. But see, like, that's a kink for me. Like, hurting you with my dick is a kink. I know, because it makes you fucking dick harder. I know. It's fan-fucking-tastic. <laughs> I mean, for you. <laughs> and I don't care, like, how I hurt you. I don't care if I'm smacking you with it or, like... If I'm tearing your ass up with it, or if I go really deep and, you know, I'm knocking on your cervix's door. Yeah. You do that a lot. 
I don't care how I do it. It just turns me on immensely. Well, I'm so glad, and I can totally tell every time. Out fucking standing. I'm so glad. <laughs> hey, you knew the shit you were getting into before you even said yes to dating me, so oh, I don't want to hear it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> if you're about to take your consent back, you can take your shit back to PA. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm pretty much invested now, so I'm stuck for the long haul. I know. I was just fucking around. Yeah, you wouldn't want me to leave. <laughs> You're like, I need my slave. <laughs> well, I mean, if you took consent away, I wouldn't have that. But uh, Yeah, no, but I'm just saying if I left in general. All right. So it's my turn now. All right. Now, this is weird because I am a dominant and your master. Mm-hmm. But I definitely have an ass worship fetish kink whatever you want to call it because the ass is my thing. Yeah. <clears throat> like the booty cheeks, the, uh, the space between your vagina and your asshole, mm-hmm. the perillennium. Mm-hmm. I can never say that fucking word. Perennium. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, that word. Like, I enjoy that. Just call it the female taint. I mean, basically, that's what it is. Um, and yeah, like, I eat ass like groceries. I mean, obviously, needs to be clean. Well, yeah. Out of the shower. Super clean. Um, but I know, you know, we've been together for almost nine years. Like, mm-hmm. I know you clean your asshole better than most people clean yeah, their I dishes. Pretty, I basically can clean it till it's raw. Yeah. <laughs> so I know when I'm... I'm there. I never have anything to worry about. Nope. But yeah, I mean, I could literally spend hours just rubbing, licking, kissing, you know, fingering, eating your booty. Like, yes, you've done that many times. Yeah. (laughs) And it's a huge turn on for me. Like, I probably didn't even know that I actually liked it as, as much as I did until you started doing it to me. And I was just like, what is this? Well, yeah. I mean, because I, I know got, your exes have played with your ass and stuff because you have a great ass i mean they might have attempted but they definitely sure as hell didn't lick it well that's because they were bitches well yeah obviously (laughs) but uh i mean i i know you've done anal before me Mm -hmm. and so they had to have at least fingered your ass like while you're getting fucked doggy style i know somebody had to put a thumb in your ass oh yeah i've had a thumb up my ass (laughs) i mean i have yeah so Ass play was not new to you when we got together. No. But having the sole attention of somebody on your ass and asshole for, you know, 20, 30, 40 minutes Mm. at a time was completely new to you. Yes. And at first you were very like standoffish about it. Oh, yeah. You were like, why are (laughs) you back there so much? Yes, why are you back there? (laughs) Like, I don't know how to process this. Yeah, I, I remember very clearly the first time I ate your ass. <laughs> yeah. you, I had spent like 30 minutes eating your pussy. Yep. And you came so many times like you always do. <laughs> and I was like, well, shit, because you were very sensitive at that point. I couldn't keep going Yeah, no. on your clit. So I had you on your back and I like flipped you way up. Yeah. So that your knees were like, almost I was by your like ears. Curved. 
and I just went to town on your asshole. Uh-huh. And you made this like, <gasps> yeah. What do you, you know, like almost <laughs> like, like you were going to say, what are you doing? Yes. Yeah. And, but then as soon as like, I started feeling my, good. the tip of my tongue, like just kind of like, it, yeah, like a little thing. <laughs> ding, ding. And you were done. You were like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which was awesome because, I mean, I love eating beautiful booty. <laughs> uh, and you have a very beautiful booty. So once I realized, like, okay, this bitch enjoys this. <laughs> like, it's game on. Yeah. So ever since then, I mean, any chance I get, I'm either trying to eat your booty or I'm playing with it. Fucking it. Fucking it as often as possible. Um, I have to touch it like all the time. Yeah, like, you do. I literally can't go more than like an hour without touching it somehow. Even if it's just like a graze sm- by. Yeah, like smacking your butt as I walk by you or something. Yeah. And I and I can't help it, but anytime you're doing stairs, I have to put my finger in your asshole. Dude, it. I don't know how you manage to do that. Like, it doesn't matter if I'm wearing baggy ass sweatpants. It doesn't matter if I'm wearing tight ass leggings with a thong. You find my butthole every single time. Well, I mean. It's like you always know where it is. You just like. It's my favorite thing. Like, it's literally my favorite thing. All the time. It's goosing me. So, okay. We talked about me Mm -hmm. and ass worship. Do you have any type of ass worship tendencies, whether it be male or female? I mean, like, I love a girl's booty and I like I'll massage all up on it and stuff, but I actually haven't like gone and like licked a girl's asshole. I have not done that yet. Let me ask you this. Yeah. When going down on a girl mm-hmm. and like you're all up in the business. Mm hmm. Does, like, the sight of, like, their cute little butthole, like, turn you on? Or is it just, like, it's just there and you don't really think about it? To be honest, I think I'm so focused on, like, getting them to, like, get off that I don't really focus enough towards their asshole at the time. Okay, and so what about if you just see, like, a really hot girl picture where she's, like, in doggy-type position but her cheeks are kind of spread and you can see it all, you know, like you can yeah. see the asshole and the vagina and all that. If it's a cute asshole, then I'm kind of like, Ooh, yes, I know. I said, if it's a cute asshole, I know what, how that sounded. Oh no, I'm the same way. <laughs> there are some ugly assholes out there. Yeah. Like literal assholes. Um, but yeah, if, if a female has what I consider to be a good looking asshole, like mm-hmm. it is, I, I will look at that more than I'll look at their vagina. See, like, I think like I'm intrigued by it just haven't like done anything towards it for them but like i like your asshole you do i do i like doing that (laughs) so you like doing that and it's not just because i enjoy it yeah no actually i kind of enjoy doing it i think i might actually like doing that more sometimes than like a whole cock worship so you would rather worship my booty hole (laughs) (laughs) than my beautiful god-given dick but I mean, I, I mean, you have a really great looking fucking cock, but I don't know. I think I just like, like I once, well, okay. So 
once you finally got me to lick your asshole because it took so long because I was like oh hell no once I did it I was just kind of like okay this was really fun like I really like doing this so that might be a kink possibly for me so like the actual act of doing it yes. and not just because I like it yeah yeah so you do have an ass worship so you're actually an ass worshiper and not a cock worshiper I guess how did fucking <laughs> Pedro the straight guy get stuck with an ass worshiper as a slave like <laughs> I mean, if I was bi that would be fan fucking tastic you know that right <laughs> well then like I'd be able to peg you too exactly and but we'll see and you have that I do have that fetish yeah, yeah. like you totally want to fuck a guy with a strap on I, I do but I mean like I still want to give his dick attention to you but like yeah dude I, but I, not like anywhere near the attention you want to give his asshole though no mm -mm. see this is why I sleep with one eye open and this is why you always sleep facing me. <laughs> yeah. You know I would never do that. That's to why. You. I know that's an awful limit. I keep the head of my dick right on your asshole when we're sleeping. <laughs> like do. when we're cuddled up. Because I'm like, if anybody's getting a dick in their ass tonight, it's you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. This is all why you do that. I understand completely now. Yeah, okay. So apparently I have an ass worship. Cool. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. That's all right. <laughs> Hey, the things that have evolved over the yeah. years. I mean, I'm not going to argue with it because, I mean, it's still hot. Like, I love getting my ass ache. Like, I will never fucking tell somebody no. Right. Ever. I mean, I know you enjoy it, and I like doing it to you, so it's a win-win. Absolutely. And just so that everybody's clear, I take very good care of my booty hole. You do. It is always very clean, so... That's because I'm a germaphobe. Yeah. Well, and just general, it's your asshole. So you have yeah. to be clean to begin with. Otherwise, nobody's going back there. Yeah. So if you're into that shit, pardon the pun, <laughs> Good uh, make sure that you take the time and clean very well. Yes. And probably shave or wax, you know. Yes. Do your partner a favor. <laughs> yes, they definitely, they'll get more into it if there's not like hair in the way. Absolutely. All right. So that was a, a fun little BDSM and kink segment where we get to talk about fun stuff for once instead of just fucking masochist. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> ha, my bad. All right. So uh, we got our next segment here yeah. and... Uh, That'll, that's going to wrap it up, so let's get into it. Right. It's time to play Celebrity Swap. That's where we pick three celebrities for each one of our hosts to tell us if they would full swap, soft swap, or pass on by. All right, so this week we actually had some Facebook group members. We did. Pick our celebrities. Yes, so we got celebrities for you and celebrities for me. So I kind of did like a swap up for one of them because obviously I got a bunch of guys right. and I did my best getting a whole bunch of girls for you. Okay. So let's start with your first one. Okay. I'm going to pull up the picture because you don't know who she is. I'm very bad with celebrities. It is all good. Okay. So your first one is Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. Why does she look familiar? What the fuck does she play in? Um, she was in, hang on one second. She looks very familiar. I know. She's very pretty. Um, 
But I mean, of course, she's an actress, so she probably is very, very attractive. Yes. Let's see. She was in Pride and Prejudice. Okay. Pirates in the Caribbean. That's oh, she was from. the fucking chick. Yes. That's why I was like, I okay. recognize her, but I can't figure out why. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a full swap for me. That's a full swap. All right. Because she was fucking hot in Pirates of Caribbean. Uh, like, yeah. e- even though she was all covered and stuff all the time, but like, she was hot. Yeah. Like her, well, her just, personality in that just made, ooh, yeah. Yes. I totally agree with you there. So who's your All right. first one? So my first one is Henry Cavill. Oh, he played Superman. Superman. Yeah. <clears throat> mm, she's got a mm, tight-lipped, almost like a grimace face going on. I'm going to have to say... Like, I know, like, he's supposed to be, like, this handsome guy, but I'm going to have to pass. Really? Yeah. I don't know what it is. fucking Superman? Yeah, I'm just not digging it. Hmm. I know, right? It's weird. I know, and I looked through, like, his other pictures, and I'm like, "Mm." like, maybe certain angles, but, like, that's not going to be enough for me to be like, yeah, I want to fuck you or, like, suck your dick. Like, nope, it's just not doing it for me. (laughs) Sorry, Superman. I know, right? Like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> All right. Your next one is Shakira. Oh, fucking not only am I full swabbing with her, I am kidnapping her. Oh, my. And she is going to be our third. Like, she's oh, going to be okay. in our thruple. Like, I'm she, down. She can have her husband still, but she's going to stay here with us. Okay. We'll just like fly her out to her husband. Yeah. Okay. Because. It's a great plan. That woman. And the way she can move her body, uh, yeah, on top of on top of being the hips don't lie, fucking insanely gorgeous, mm-hmm. like and like again another person who doesn't age. Yeah, I mean, my God, <laughs> just to experience what it would be like to have her ride me one time, you'd be sold forever. No like, other lady would ever compare. No, like I'm sorry, but you've seen her move her hips. Uh-huh. Like that is. Like an act of God. Yeah. Just a little bit. So, yeah. She's now mine. Like okay. Just, You're just going to take her she's in. She's going to put she's that out gonna there. She's just going to be there. Okay. All right. So, my next one is Mark Wahlberg. Huh. Mark. Mark Wahlberg. All right. So, that one for me... I'm I'm thinking I'm gonna do both. I think that one's gonna be soft and full swap with that one. Soft and I was gonna say if you're not fucking Mark Wahlberg, right? Like what's like, wrong? I mean, I, I just I like him. I'm all like I've liked him in all the movies he's, he's been. He's funny in. as fuck. Like well, yeah, not only too. is he attractive, but he's funny as fuck. Yeah, like, like that's like that kind of like goes pretty far with me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like have you have to have humor? Yeah, I mean. The guy made two movies with a fucking giant te- right? giant teddy bear. Oh my god! Like, how yes. can you not like that guy? I mean, it was the best. And and he's from Boston, so Boston. he he's got the Boston accent. Yes, he does. Which I mean, like I'm a guy, and that turns me on. I'm like, <laughs> he's fucking assholes up in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Nope. It, it definitely. It would be a soft swap leading into I'm going to be fucking you. <laughs> Okay, so you're going to devour his dick and then jump on it like you do me. Yep, pretty much. Okay. All right. Your last one is Christina Hendricks. I know her too, but I don't know from where. But 
She's a hot redhead. She is a hot redhead. I'm looking to see. But I don't know. I don't remember what like the rest of her body looks like. She was in Bad Santa, Drive. Mm. She was in The Strangers. We really need to start finding pictures of these people like with very little clothes on. Do you know how hard that's going to be? Well, we need to make it happen. Well, I'm just saying, I know it's going to be really hard. Because, you know, I, I'm not as much of a looks person as you are, like when it comes to wanting to fuck people. Right. So, so if I don't know the people, I have to have the looks, like the full looks, not just I mean, their face. It's not a very revealing outfit, but it's the best I got for you. I mean, she looks hot, but. I mean, she's got some boobage. Okay. In that picture. Okay. Using that picture, uh-huh. as long as she's not a thunder cunt, <laughs> I would probably fuck her. Okay. Yeah. You would fuck her. But, you know, without seeing her down below, I don't know if I would go down on her. Yeah, I'm not really getting anything that's showing me below. Everything's like to her knees or below. Yeah. So I can't really give you anything. But, I mean, I, I, I would probably bend her over and probably put it in her ass it looks like she has a nice oh yeah she's got a butt she's got a nice ass yeah she's got a butt so i would probably start and her titties are huge because look at this <laughs> how fucking big they are yes yeah, see, that's too big for me but <laughs> but i would bend her over so that i could watch them swing oh yeah they're gonna swing they're gonna swing <laughs> and i would start in her pussy and end in her ass she's got to have like ease yeah like they're ginormous yes they are Okay, so what's your last one? All right, my last one. This one is... Ah, go to my pictures. I would just need one shot, I think, for a little bit of courage. This is all I'm going to need. Kevin Costner, and I'm fucking him. Why would you need a shot? Just for a little bit of courage. Courage for what? Because I'd be nervous as hell. Why? Because <laughs> I just would be, I don't know. Just because he's famous or... like Probably, yeah. But... But if we take that aspect out, maybe. But with Mark Wahlberg, you're like, hey, I'm sucking your cock and then I'm going to fuck you, bud. You know, get the fuck. Go get the car. Maybe, maybe <laughs> it's because Kevin Costner is a lot older than me. So oh, okay. I just need a little bit of courage to be like, all right, I got this. So you got that Good. like pappy kink. I, but he doesn't really look like a pappy, but I know he's older than me. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously he's like 70. I mean, but like, yeah. I would totally do it. He would He would totally get fucked by me. Okay. Well, I mean, you have done stuff with some older gentlemen. So I have, yes. I'm not opposed. It wouldn't be a shocker to me. No. <laughs> no. I just, you know, like I said, just need a little bit of liquid courage. Just one shot and I'm good to go. Okay. So there you go, folks. Uh, you get another round of Celebrity Swap or Not. And you get to see what taste we have in mm-hmm. people but we're definitely gonna have to try to find like some more nakedness yeah we're gonna have to do some real research to try to find something whether it be like workout or yeah it, it, it's, it's very hard to be like yeah i want to fuck that person when they're covered from like their neck <laughs> to their toes yeah it's kind of hard <laughs> jesus christ hey we do the best we can all right is there anything that you need to add before we wrap this bullshit up i don't believe so i think we covered everything Okay. Well, thank you everybody for listening to another fucking wonderful and 
over the time limit episode. Jesus Christ. We why do can, you do that? Uh, because we go down rabbit holes and then we go through different <sighs> things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We'll see you fuckers next week. And that's our show, everybody. You can find us on our socials on TikTok at KSENM and Kink Podcast, at Tink Swings One, and at JUST underscore Pedro83. We're also on Instagram at KSENM and Kink Podcast. And of course, you can find us on our OnlyFans at KSENM and Kink Podcast, which for $5.99 a month, you can go behind the scenes when we record our shows and watch all the sexy videos and uh, the toy reviews and all that. We are also going to be streaming live on OnlyFans when we do our recordings on Friday evenings. So be sure to check that out. We'd really appreciate it if you do. Um, and Tink's OnlyFans is at Pixie, P-I-X-I-E-I-N-D-I-X-I-E 69. Pixie in Dixie 69. You can also find us on SLS.com. Our username there is Pedro and Tink. 